Good evening from the Ketchell Gymnasium in the Williams Fieldhouse. I'm Don Wadowitz joining you just a little bit above the court in the stands here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Radio Ron, our studio engineer, back at the Kicks 106.5 studios. Tonight it is Whitewater Warhawks men's hoops as the Hawks come in 1-4 and four on the season. They have lost three straight and they are 0-3 at home. Meanwhile, Stout 1 and 5 on the season. They've dropped four straight, a 1 and 2 road record. Tonight's pregame on Kicks 1065 is brought to you by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates. Take a look at this series history. Whitewater leads it 84-44. The Hawks are 34 and 10 against Stout under head coach Pat Miller. Whitewater 21 and 4 at home under Coach Miller. Stout did win the last meeting, and it was here. Whitewater, they last won on January 18th of last year, a 73-72 road win. When you look at the last three games, very tight contests. The last three games between these two teams, they have been decided by a grand total of five points. Back on February 22nd of last year, Stout beat Whitewater here 84-82. On January 18th, Whitewater beat Stout at in Menominee 73-72. And then on February 9th of 2019, Whitewater winning at Stout again 79-77. The last Hawks win here at home against Stout came in 2019, a month before that February game. Whitewater blew out Stout by 23, 83-60 on the court here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Whitewater, they lead the WIAC in shooting, 49.8%, and that is good enough for 16th nationally, also among the top 35 in the country in turnovers per game, averaging just 12 turnovers a contest. For Stout, their head coach, Jim Lake, he spent 10 seasons as an assistant at Ferris State University, now in his 12th season at Stout. They return their leading scorer from, or their leading scorer from last season, I should say, is out with an injury in John Syriax. He started the first game of the season, hasn't been seen since. 16 points a game, about six rebounds. His points last year, fifth best in the conference, rebounds seventh best. Armani Tinsley, he's a senior transfer. He's the leading scorer for the Blue Devils. He's scored in double figures in every game. They have three players who are scoring in double figures. Tinsley with 14.3. Freshman Lavelle Williams with 11.2, and he will be getting the first start of his career here tonight. And senior Tyrese Alexander, a Juco transfer last season, averaging 10.3 points a game. Stout returns four of their five starters, six of their seven top returning scorers. The lone key missing out of that one is Cliff McRae. McRae started 21 games for the Blue Devils last season. You heard his name last time out or a couple times ago as he transferred to Stevens Point. Team-wise, Whitewater averaging seven, uh, 69 points a game, giving up about 74 points a game. Stout averaging 68 points a game, giving up 77.5 points a game. We talked about that Whitewater field goal percentage, the best in the WIAC, 16th in the country at just under 50%. Stout just a tick under 43%. 
Defensively, Whitewater, they're allowing their opponents to shoot almost 50% as well, 49.6%. Stout allowing opponents to shoot about 48%. Stout averaging 1.2 more three-pointers made a game. Rebounding, Stout 32.8 rebounds a game. That puts him at plus one. Whitewater 29 rebounds a contest. That puts him at plus 0.6. Turnovers, as we said, the Hawks, one of the best. They only average a dozen turnovers a game. Stout, 15.3 turnovers. The leading scorer for both teams, it's Gage Malensic for Whitewater, 18.8 points a game. Armani Tinsley for Stout, averaging 14.3 points a contest. And on the boards, Tyrese Alexander averaging four and a half rebounds a game for Stout. Whitewater with three players tied at 4.6. That's Chisholm, Brom, and Hunt in the uh, tied for the team lead in rebounding. When you look at these teams, scoring offense among the bottom, scoring defense among the bottom in the conference. Free throw percentages are fifth and sixth in the conference. The field goal percentage, a big difference. You're talking Whitewater number one, Stout number seven. Three-point shooting, Whitewater has attempted or made the second least number of three-pointers in the conference, but uh, they have made 36.5% of them. Stout at 33.3% in that category. And for Whitewater looking to um, the for Stout, their steals a game, 6.7 steals a game to the Hawks with 4.2. The turnover margin, Whitewater fifth in the conference, minus two, Stout at minus 3.3. So that sets us up for tonight's contest between Whitewater and Stout, one and four versus one and five. The conference tournament is already set. We'll talk about that as we go through tonight's game a little bit more. We are going to send you away for 60 seconds, and when we come back, the starting lineups. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Gotcha for 60. Thank you, Ron. The national anthem here in the Ketchell Gymnasium before the start of tonight's game between Whitewater and Stout. Take a look at the starters in tonight's game. We will start with the Blue Devils. 
They will start 6'5", senior out of Pontiac, Michigan. Number three, Tyrese Alexander, averaging 10.3 points, 4.5 rebounds a game. 6'2", senior out of Burlington. Number four, Luke Geiger, 7.5 points, a little over four rebounds a contest. 5'11", senior out of Detroit. Number 11, Armani Tinsley, 14.3 points, 13.8 rebounds. A 6'2 freshman out of Rogers, Minnesota, getting his first start. Number 14, Lavelle Williams, averaging 11.2 points a game. And 6'8 junior from Prairie Duchesne, number 42, Drew Scott, averaging 3.2 points, 3.7 rebounds. Again, under head coach Jim Lake in his 12th season, it's Alexander, Geiger, Tinsley, Williams, and Scott. For Whitewater, they will start six-foot sophomore transfer, number three, Gage Malensic out of Brookfield, averaging just under 19 points a game. Six-foot freshman out of Madison, number four, Derek Gray, getting his first start for the Hawks, averaging a little under four points. The student athlete of the week for this past week, averaging eight points and two and a half rebounds against Platteville. Six-five junior out of Milwaukee, number five, Briante Hunt, Eight points, 4.6 rebounds. 6'5", junior out of Bayside, number 24, Jack Brom, nine and a half points, four and a half rebounds a game. He's fourth in the WIAC in block shots. And 6'6", sophomore out of McFarland, number 33, Trayvon Chisholm, 12.2 points, 4.6 rebounds a game for Chisholm. He's averaging 1.4 blocks. He's third in the WIAC in block shots on the season. So we're just about ready to get underway in the circle. It will be Alexander and Chisholm teeing up as we're ready for tip here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Opening tip is tipped far into the backcourt, chased down back there by Gray. And I should say into the front court for Whitewater as they're moving to the left. He gives it off to Brom. Brom straight on to Chisholm. One dribble uses it up to Hunt on the left wing. Hunt feeds for Brom. Brom circles around Drew Scott and lays it up and in with the scoop layup. And Brom shooting three of 13 over the last two games. Gets the first one to fall and Whitewater leads two zip 30 seconds into the game. Stout now on the right side. Over on the left wing, it's Lavelle Williams. Gets open for a three, going for the steal was Hunt. And that left Williams wide open for the triple, shooting 42% from distance on the season. Hunt to Chisholm. Chisholm at down the left blocks, puts up a floater, can't get it to fall down as it hits off the front of the rim. The rebound is secured by Scott. Quickly down court, Geiger. They give into the left corner for a three by Tinsley. Tinsley off the mark. Bringing it across for Whitewater is Malensic with the alternating hand dribble to the left wing for Brom. Brom gives to Gray, top of the key. Gray's gonna back it up and reset the offense for Whitewater. Gray on the right wing, makes a move into the paint to the basket, his layup can't get it to go down. And the rebound grabbed by Geiger, forced out in transition. Tinsley has to back it out to Geiger, they swing it to Tinsley. Tinsley down the right blocks. His layup is too strong. The tip back attempt by Scott doesn't fall. Rebound still loose. Picked up by Gray near midcourt. Gives to Malensic on the left wing. Underhand pitch to Chisholm. A lot of 
body and Chisholm lays it up and in. Taking the shot on that one was Scott with the big grunt and the officials let it all go. Scott working against Chisholm and it's gonna be an offensive foul as quite honestly, it looked like he did about the same thing to Chisholm as Chisholm did to him on the other end, but he gets called for that one. Maybe a little bit extra elbow in his shove on the offensive side. 4-3, the Hawks lead. 17.55 to play in our first half. Malensic pitches to Gray. Gray leaves it for Hunt on the right wing. Hunt holding the ball, needs to go with it. Malensic makes the catch at the top and nearly lost his balance. Hunt in the left corner. Hunt driving across the paint, gives out to Gray a three from the right corner, too strong. And the rebound on the other side, picked up by Geiger, knocked out from behind by Hunt. Hunt in the left corner, gets it out to Malensic. They move it to Chisholm. Now Gray, out near the beak of the Hawk, is able to get it to Malensic in front of the scorer's table. Malensic straight on, decides to pull up for a three off the front of the rim, can't get it to drop in. And Alexander with the rebound for Stout. He hands it off to Tinsley. Gives over to the left side to Williams. Williams for Scott. Short left corner. Out to Williams for the three. And Williams from the left wing hits. He's got a pair of triples now for the first team all-conference selection out of Maple Grove High School. In his first start, he's got all six points for the Blue Devils. They lead by two now. 16.40 to play in our opening half. Gray on the low right wing, using a screen from Chisholm to the free throw line, pull up jumper. Off the back iron and out, and the rebound grabbed by Tinsley, forced out. Gray knocks the ball away, but it falls right to Geiger, who puts up a three from the right wing, around and out, and the rebound, we're gonna have a foul on that. And that will go against Alexander, it'll be his first, and the second against the team. Checking in for Stout will be Josh Miracle and Marcus Hill. And Hoidink in for Whitewater. Miracle, a 6'1 senior out of Nina. And Hill, a 6'4 sophomore out of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. He actually started a couple of games, has Hill for this Blue Devil team this year. Chisholm straight on over to the left side for Brom. Brom feeds Hunt outside the blocks. Hunt backing up his man into the paint, loses a handle on it. Tries to dish it out, now gives to Chisholm, straight on three and off the iron. And there'll be a foul on the rebound. And they're gonna call that on Stout. That'll go against Hill. That'll be his first and the team's third. And that'll bring us to the media timeout with 15.58 to play here in our first half. We'll keep it right here and remind you that our broadcast of Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Lake Country Heating and Cooling, your Bryant dealer in Jefferson County, and Bill Stroop Insurance, well known and respected for providing outstanding customer service to farmers and property owners year after year. A look at our team stats through the first four minutes as they're gonna put a couple seconds back on, make it 16 exactly. Hawks shooting two of eight, Stout two of six, Stout two of four from distance. Both of those are from Williams, the freshman, getting his first start. Rebounds in favor of Stout, six to four. 
Stout with one turnover, none for Whitewater early on. Leading the way is Williams with six points for Stout. Brom and Chisholm each with two points for Whitewater. Rebounding wise, Geiger and Scott have two apiece. Brom with two for the Hawks. So Whitewater starting off a little bit slow shooting. They'll have the basketball. Already three team fouls against Stout with just four minutes into our first half of play. Brom is going to inbound, looking out left of the basket, gets it in to Hunt on the right elbow. He feeds Brom mid post, right side, left side. Brom trying to back his way into the paint against Hill and is off target on the shot, and Hill with the rebound. Williams down the near sideline, working against Hoydink at the free throw line, kicks it in the left corner for Hill. Geiger swings it to the right side for Miracle. Miracle finds some room into the paint. His pass is blocked by Brom, picked up by Chisholm, ahead to Brom. Brom in the paint, nice little move with the scoop layup is good. Brom has four points in the game. Again, came in ice cold out of that Platteville series, shooting just 23%, a 55% field goal shooter on the season. Williams. Gets lost in the paint, and then Scott is rejected by either Hunt or Chisholm underneath. Chisholm saves the ball from going out of bounds, and Whitewater again in the front court. It's Brahm on the right wing. Hoitink near the beak. Over the left side for Hunt. Game's tied at six. Hunt working in the paint. Nice little spin move and gets it to roll down the drain. Briante Hunt with his first points. And the Hawks take back the lead, eight to six. Hoydink out trying to cover Williams. Williams at the top, gives off to the right wing to Hill. Hill works his way around Brom. Can't get it to go off the backboard and rim. The rebound comes down to Scott and Chisholm's gonna get called for the foul. Chisholm picks up his first, the team's first. Alexander checks back in for Stout, and in for Whitewater will be Ryan Waddell and Will Schultz. Also coming in for Stout will be Tinsley. Waddell appearing in just his third game, averaging four minutes a game for the freshman out of Mequon. Will Schultz, a freshman out of Brookfield, appearing in his sixth game for Whitewater. Hill, a little six-footer, and he gets it to fall. And we're back to even at eight apiece with 14.20 to play in our first half. Brahm on the left wing, gives to Schultz straight on. Waddell feeds underneath to Brahm. Brahm a spin move to the basket off the front of the rim, can't get it to go. Brahm had his own rebound, but then ends up having it knocked away out of bounds baseline. It'll remain Whitewater basketball. 14.09 to go here in the first half. Knotted up at eight apiece. Last three games between these two teams have been decided by a total of five points. Brom fakes a handoff to Hoyting, contested by Hill, and Brom off the mark. Hill with the rebound for Stout. On the left wing, Geiger gives to Tinsley. Tinsley down the right blocks, puts it away, pulls it out. Way off on the shot, but it's because he was fouled. That will go against Malensic. His first, the team's second, and that will put Tinsley at the line where he is 10 of 14 on the season. Tinsley's first away and can't get it to fall. 
Checking in for Stout will be Brody Fox. Fox appearing in his seventh game. Averaging 3.2 points a game. Tinsley, Juco and D2 transfer played at Ferris State University. That connection with head coach Jim Lake who coached there. Misses them both and the rebound comes to the Hawks. Hoidink feeds Schultz to Brahm over to the left side to Waddell. They get it onto the left wing for Hoidink. Hoidink feeds Brahm outside the blocks, low post left side. Out to Schultz for three from the left corner is good. Schultz hits a triple, just one of six on the season. Now cutting from the right corner on the other end is Miracle, and Miracle with the reverse layup. Hawks lead by one, 11-10 with 13-15 to play in our first half. A long three by Schultz and it rattles out partway down. Rebound grabbed by Tinsley, forced out, down the left blocks. Scoop layup, gets it to fall. Leading scorer for this team with his first points of the game and they take back the lead 12-11 with 13 minutes to play in the first half. Right wing, Waddell, straight on Malensic. Malensic looking for a screen from Schultz, gets it, frees him up for a three and rattles it in. Malensic 41% from distance, fourth in the WIAC in scoring, gives Whitewater the 14-12 lead, 12 and a half to play. Left of the circle, three, Tinsley, good. Oh man, this has become a track meet now. 15-14, Stout takes back the lead with 12-20 to play. Waddell on the right wing, gives to Schultz straight on, swings it to Brahm on the left wing, and we're gonna have an offensive foul called against Stout. That'll go against Miracle, his first, team's fourth. John Syriac's checking in. Lavelle Williams as well for Stout and for Whitewater. It'll be Gray and Hunt. As we said, Syriax, the leading scorer and rebounder for this team last season, played in the first game and that was it. Had seven points and now making his second appearance of the season. Whitewater inbounding left of the offensive basket. Hoidink on the right wing. Low post right side out to Waddell into the left corner for Gray. Gray trying to feed underneath to Schultz and it's kicked away by Syriax, and it'll remain Whitewater basketball. 12.07 to play here in our first half. 15-14, Blue Devils leading. Hoidink looking to get it in, gets it into Gray in front of the scorer's table. Gray working against Tinsley. Gets a screen, puts up a three straight on off the iron, and Schultz tips the rebound to himself. Schultz in the paint, fires underneath to Hunt. Hunt spinning, looking for space, and puts it off the glass and in. Briante Hunt gives Whitewater a one-point lead with 11.40 to play in the first half. Tinsley looked to put up a long three, lost the basketball, regains it, drives the basket. His shot is too strong. He hits the deck. Hoidink with the rebound, gets underneath the basket, leaves it for Gray, and Gray lays it up and in. And it's an 18-15 lead for Whitewater with 11-15 to play in our first half. Williams moving to the right side, leaves it behind him. Straight on three for Syriax. Gets it to go down the drain, a slow one. 
But it falls, and it's 18 all, nine minutes into the first half. Need some Drano to get that one to drop in the future. Schultz on the right, left elbow, hands it off, a three by Hunt, high off the iron. Gray tips the rebound, picked up by Fox for Stout. Tinsley working against Hoydink, and we're gonna have a foul underneath before the shot, it's going to go against the Hawks and that will be against Hunt, his first. And that will take us to a media timeout with 10.38 to play in the first half. We will step away. We're knotted up at 18, Whitewater and Stout here on Kicks 106.5. Whitewater women up in Menominee early on in that one. They are up 9-2. Some other state schools, Marquette 55-45. They're up on North Carolina in the second half of that one. And Indiana up 16 on Wisconsin in the third quarter of the women's game with 310 to play in that one. Here, we're knotted up at 18. Leading the way for Stout is Williams with six, Tinsley with five for Whitewater, Brom and Hunt with four apiece. Williams, two of two in the game, both of those from distance for the freshman getting his first start here tonight. Stout will inbound right of the offensive basket. Checking in for Stout is Kyle Williams. Williams gives it out to Lavelle Williams. He underhand pitches to Fox. Fox cuts it across. Now they swing it back around to Lavelle Williams, right of the circle, and we're gonna have an offensive foul underneath. And that will go against Syriax, I believe. And that will be the fifth. Kyle Williams appearing in his fourth game here tonight. Didn't play last season, averaged 18.8 minutes per game, had four starts in 2018-19 for this team. Chisholm gives to Hunt in the left corner. One dribble, gets it to Gray, left of the circle. Bounce to Chisholm in the free throw circle, out to Gray, uses a screen from Chisholm and hits it from the free throw circle. Gray with four points in the game. In transition, down the court, Syriax lays it up and in. He now has five, and we're back to even at 20 apiece, midway through the first half of play. Gonna have a foul underneath. And it'll go against Stout. That will go against Brody Fox, his first, and the team's second. So midway through the first half here, Whitewater will be at the line on any further fouls. Malensic goes out there. He forgot to take his mask off. Going to shove it in his sock. Nowhere else to go with it. Meanwhile, Brom looks out right of his offensive basket, gets it in in front of the scorer's table to Gray, Gray moving to the right side, down the right blocks, and he's blocked by Syriax. The rebound is grabbed by Kyle Williams, and there's gonna be a foul against Whitewater. Trying to go for the loose ball was Hunt. He's gonna pick up his second. And that will bring Ryan Waddell, the freshman from Mequon, back into the game. He redshirted at Milwaukee in 2019-20, transferred to Grayson College in Texas for fall 2020 was a 
Honorable mention All-State after averaging 20 points in his senior season of high school. Moving to the left side, Kyle Williams at the free throw line, loses the basketball, regains it, gives the Syriax between the circles. Lavelle Williams, they feed underneath to Tyrese Alexander and he's blocked at the net. And the rebound comes down to Brom. On the right wing, Waddell. Waddell looking. They swing it around left side for Brom. Looking underneath for Waddell. Waddell mid post left side. Turn around contested shot is good. Waddell equaling his career high in two points. Just one bucket. Kyle Williams. They swing it around to Lavelle Williams on the left side. Syriac straight on to Brody Fox. Fox. Gives to Alexander, Alexander backing up Brom into the paint, low post right side, turnaround shot off the glass and out. And the rebound bounds around his last touch by Stout. Kyle Williams had a chance at it, Brody Fox had a chance at it, neither one of them could haul it in. Nick Jungle into the game along with Luke Geiger for Stout. Jungle, a 6'7 freshman out of Holland, Michigan appearing in his third game. And Will Schultz in for Whitewater. Jungle redshirted one season at NCAA D2 Rochester College in Michigan. He was a first-team All-State player in high school, first-team All-State football and basketball. Malensic across, gives to Waddell on the right wing. Gray on the beak. Looks over to Waddell on the right wing again. Waddell at the free throw line, has the ball stolen away by Kyle Williams. Stout moving, Williams. Finds his way across the paint, kicks it out to Lavelle Williams, open three right wing, good. He's got three triples in the first half, nine points, and the Blue Devils have a one point lead, 12 minutes gone here in the first half. Gray left of the circle, moving to his right with the dribble, between the legs dribble, kicks it out. Malensic three from the corner, partway down, and it comes out. Alexander with the rebound for Stout. Ahead to Geiger. Geiger gives to Alexander. Alexander contested against Schultz, lays it up and in. His first points of the game, second in the Wyack in field goal percentage. And Stout with a three-point lead, 25-22, seven and a half to play in the first half. The Schultz pass to Waddell was picked off by Geiger. Reverse layup is good. Geiger with his first points in the game. And the lead is now the Blue Devils' biggest lead of the game at five, 27-22. Waddell, right of the circle, gives to Gray along the far sideline. One dribble, Schultz, right of the circle, three is good. Schultz with his second three. And now a two-point deficit, but on the other end, Geiger with a good look, can't get it to fall, hits off the rim a couple of times, and Gray comes down with the rebound for Whitewater. Gives to Waddell on the left wing. Waddell looking. Gives to Malensic. Malensic using Schultz as a screen, down the right blocks, pulls up mid post, too strong off the back. Lavelle Alexander feeds down to Lavelle Williams to Tyrese Alexander and he lays it up and in in transition. Back up to a four point lead. Forced out, Brahm on the right wing. Straight on Schultz, left side Waddell. 
Fires underneath for Brom. Brom backs it out in the short left corner. Kicks it out to Malensic right corner. Drives baseline. Tries to feed Brom. Ball is loose. He secures it. Gives to Schultz. Free, low, free throw line extended shot is short. Rebound near the median by Gray. Gives to Schultz. Short left corner jumper off the side of the backboard. And Geiger grabs the rebound for Stout with 5.45 to play in the first half. A four point lead for the Blue Devils. And now a timeout taken by Lavelle Williams. He had to call it. The coach, is, Coach Lake is there calling it and he's trying to tell as, as Williams is heading towards the median, he's trying to tell him you need to turn around and call it. And so he's yelling timeout, timeout and finally the official gave it to him. Lavelle Williams has had a heck of a first half already as he has nine points all of them triples for Williams here in this first half. He is three of three. Came in shooting 47% from the floor, 42% from distance. First team all conference choice at Maple Grove High School in Rogers, Minnesota. Team wise shooting, Stout. 54.5%, they are 12 of 22. Whitewater, 11 of 28, 39%. Stout, five of seven from outside, 71.5%. The Hawks, three of nine. Stout, 0 of two at the charity stripe. They're leading in rebounding, 15 to 13. Whitewater, though, four to two on the offensive boards. We've already had four ties and nine lead changes in this game. Three, two turnovers. Stout with three, Whitewater with two. Points off turnovers though, Stout leading that one by plus one, five, four. And despite Whitewater's advantage in offensive rebounds, the second chance points are even at two apiece. Stout will inbound with 5.41 to play here in the first half. They'll inbound in front of the scorer's table where we'd normally be situated during non-COVID times. Left side, Geiger. Geiger working against Luke Umnes, who checked in off the timeout for Whitewater. Also in his Hoidink. Six on the shot clock. Down the right blocks. Kyle Williams gets a good look. Can't get it to fall. Rebound, Scott. Kicks it out for a three by Lavelle Williams. He can't hit on her. That was Tinsley, actually. And then the rebound and putback attempt by Geiger is off the mark, but he was fouled. He'll be at the line shooting two. Umnes picks up his first foul the fifth against the team, and that'll put Geiger at the line where he's seven of nine on the season, 82% last year, 80% in his career, and he misses the first off the front. So Stout, 0 of three at the free throw line thus far in this game. They came in as a team shooting 71%, and they hit the first free throw of the game. Geiger now with three points. Stout equaling their biggest lead of the contest at five with about five minutes left to play in the first half. Hoidink on the beak. Moving to the right with one dribble, uses it up, gives to Umnis. Umnis on the right wing, needs help. There's Brom over to Malensic on the left wing, under five to play. Chisholm at the free throw line. Gives out to Malensic. Left wing three is good. Malensic has hit a pair of triples. Long distance bank is open. 
here tonight between these two teams. Williams has the ball knocked away and it's going to be a backcourt violation. I ain't able to handle it was Geiger and the Hawks will have it. They'll be inbounding on the far sideline. Lavelle Williams will check into the game for Kyle Williams, the senior out of Brooklyn Park. Umnus will inbound for the Hawks. They get it in the backcourt to Hoyting. Hawks trailing by a bucket here with four and a half minutes to play in the first half. Malensic on the beak, couple of dribbles, gives off to Hoyting on the left wing. Brom at the free throw line. Brom down the right blocks, out to Umnis. Umnis, as time's expiring, Brom able to get off a shot. It was a little too flat, and the rebound comes down to Hill. Forced out. They get it into the left corner for Tinsley. Tinsley has the ball knocked away, stolen by Malensic. And Tinsley tries to cut him off, and he's arguing his case, but he came down on Malensic's shoulder there. That was a... Good call. That'll be his first. Malensic will be at the line shooting the bonus for Whitewater. Malensic, 77% on the season from the charity stripe. First attempt is good. Malensic with seven points in the game. Malensic plays a lot of minutes for this Hawks team. Second in the WIAC in minutes played. Came into tonight averaging over 34 minutes a game. Second free throw is also good for Malensic. Now up to eight points, leading the Hawks. Hawks putting pressure on the inbound. Easily broken by Stout. They get it a free look for Lavelle Williams, and he misses his first three-point attempt, but the rebound by Hill, put back no. Out to the left wing for a three by Geiger. He's off the front of the rim. Whitewater running before they had the basketball. Alexander feeds Hill. Hill is fouled as he goes to the basket, and he'll be at the line shooting two. Foul goes against Brom. There are two white jerseys right there at the ball for the Hawks. And they both thought the other was gonna grab it and just left it. And that resulted in the foul underneath the basket. We're knotted up at 30 with 3.43 to play in the first half. We'll step away for 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on kicks 106.5. 30 all here at the Catchell Gymnasium in Whitewater up in Menominee, the Whitewater women they got off to a huge lead as they took a 19-2 lead after the first quarter of play. They now lead 25-8 midway through the second quarter against the Blue Devil women. We will have the Whitewater women on Friday against Stout here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. We will also have a rematch of that game in the WIAC tournament. That will be on Monday and we'll be carrying that one for you as well. At the line for Stout will be Marcus Hill, the sophomore, appearing in his seventh game. He's five of six from the charity stripe. Hill averaging four and a half points a game, but he's gotten eight points in each of his last two games. And can't get it to fall. Stout has started off just miserable from the free throw line.
Now one of five from the charity stripe for the Blue Devils. One of six, but the rebound is grabbed by Tinsley. Tinsley gets it out to Hill. Back to Tinsley, left corner three is good. It worked out all right for him. Eight points for Tinsley. Third in the WIAC and three pointers made and he drops another one in there and it's a three point stout lead with 3.20 to play in the first half. Malencic on the left wing moving to the right side and we're gonna have a foul as Chisholm hit the deck. That foul will go against Drew Scott, that'll be his second. Checking in for Stout will be Syriax, also coming in will be Alexander. And at the line with Whitewater in the bonus will be Chisholm. Chisholm six of 10 on the season from the charity stripe, coming off a career high or equaling a career high 18 points the last time against Platteville. And gets the shooter's bounce on the first one. He's got three points in this game. He was one of three in that one in free throws in 26 minutes. And now we have a whistle as the officials discuss something. Kyle Williams will check into the game. Four stout. Chisholm's second free throw away is off the front of the rim and Geiger with the rebound for the Blue Devils. Geiger along the near sideline, Malencic on him. He feeds outside the blocks to Scott, backing up Chisholm. Scott, turnaround jumper is off the front of the rim. Chisholm with the rebound at the free throw line. Hoydink on the other end, leaves behind him for Malencic. And we're gonna have an offensive foul. Chisholm picks up his second. And now Stout will be in the bonus the rest of the way for the final three minutes. Chisholm will check out and Schultz will come in for the Hawks. Trailing by two with three minutes to play. And now Hunt snuck into the backcourt to contest the inbound. Williams, Kyle Williams will take it across. Hunt on his right hip. Williams. Using a screen, getting free at the left elbow. Gives the Syriacs, they swing it around. And now underneath for Alexander. Alexander working around Brom. Left-handed hook shot, no. Gets his own rebound, goes with the right hand this time. And a little too strong. And Gray with the rebound for Whitewater. Gray leaves it behind for Malencic. Pulls up just inside the free throw line and connects. Malencic with 10 points in the game becomes the first player in the game in double figures for either team. And the Hawks have evened it up at 33 apiece. Kyle Williams working against Hunt. Or check that gray. Williams at the free throw line. Gives off to Syriax. They swing it around right side for Lavelle Williams. To the left for Syriax. Syriax at the free throw line with six on the shot clock. And then, wow, picking his way through was Geiger. A good job of picking his way to the basket and laying it up and in. 35-33 the lead for Stout. 1.50 to play in the first half. Gray on the left wing. Brom has trouble handling the low pass right of the circle. Couple of dribbles, uses him up. Schultz on the left elbow, hands off to Hoydink. Left of the circle, three is good. Hoyting, 6 of 13 on the season, nails that one. And the Hawks take a one-point lead with 90 seconds to play. Alexander gives to Kyle Williams. And we're going to have a foul going against Whitewater. And that will put Stout at the line. That goes against Hoyting, and Hoyting picks up his first. 
That'll put Williams at the line, 11 of 14 on the season for Lavelle Williams. And Tinsley will check in for Kyle Williams. Lavelle Williams looking for his fifth game in double figures if he can connect on the front end, and he does. He has 10. Knotted up at 36 apiece with a minute 26 left to play here in the first half. Stout and Whitewater, the last three games between these two teams, only five points total separating them. A little bit of a cleanup on the court. We'll take this opportunity to remind you that tonight's play-by-play -play coverage of Whitewater Warhawks basketball and Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Culver's in Lake Mills and Whitewater. Culver's, welcome to Delicious, and by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates. Second free throw all over the rim, but can't get it to fall. And the rebound by Schultz gives to Gray. Gray powers by Lavelle Williams, is rejected though as he goes to lay it up, but he was fouled. And that will go against Alexander, his second. And that'll put Gray at the line shooting two. He is one of two on the season. He has four points in this game. First team all Big 8 conference selection is a senior. Average 14.7 points for the freshman, six rebounds. And misses off the front of the rim. Marcus Hill checks in for Alexander for Stout. Gray, one of the best transition guards in the state in high school. Finishes well at the rim, didn't that time because of the rejection. And the second one is partway down and comes out. Neither team shooting well from the charity stripe. Geiger gives off to the right side to Tinsley. Tinsley moving the left back to Geiger. A minute left to play. Lavelle Williams to Tinsley on the right wing, guarded by Gray, trying to use a screen, gives back to Syriax. 10 on the shot clock, and there's Geiger. Geiger again finding a lane to cut through the paint, lays it up, can't get it to fall, but he was fouled, and that foul will go against Malensic. That is the second against Malensic. That will put Geiger at the line. One of two in this game. Geiger has six rebounds to go with five points right now, trying to give Stout the lead with 53 seconds to play in the first half, and he does. Wydell will check into the game for Whitewater. He will replace Malensic. Geiger's second. Forthcoming. Both teams with nine team fouls now. Geiger nails them both. He's got seven points in the game. Season high is 10 for Geiger. Brahm on the right wing, gives to Gray, uses the screen, down the left blocks, mid post, trying to dance around in the paint, moves around this man and is able to lay it up and in. Gray with half a dozen now for Whitewater. As the game's tied at 38, about five second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. Geiger gets it to Hill. Hill had a trouble getting a handle on it, but then is able to drive to the basket. Reverse layup is no good. Schultz with the rebound, Hoidink, as Tinsley's trying to rip the ball away from him, now gives to Gray, six on the clock. 
Gray moving to the left side, gives to Schultz. Schultz with one on the clock. Ball stolen away by Tinsley, and his shot at the buzzer is off to the right and will go into the half knotted up at 38 apiece, Whitewater and Stout. Now the last three have been very close, and this one looking like it might be that way again here tonight, at least through the first half of play as it's been a back and forth affair between these two teams. This game has already featured Sorry, having a little trouble with the, pulling up the stats here. This game has already featured 11 lead changes and eight ties in the first half of play. We'll give you a look at more of the stats when we come back, but we're gonna send you away for halftime and Sports and news from Wisconsin Radio Network. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Competitive team between, or game between two evenly matched teams as we're at the half. Stout and Whitewater men, 38 all here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Leading the way for the Blue Devils is the freshman Lavelle Williams getting his first start of the season. He has 10 points and three assists. Armani Tinsley, eight points, four rebounds. Luke Geiger, seven points and six rebounds. Five points for John Syriax in his first game since the first game of the season. Four points, three rebounds for Tyrese Alexander. A pair of points for Miracle as well as Marcus Hill. Hill also with four rebounds in that first half. And Drew Scott is five rebounds. He came in averaging a little over three and a half. He's been averaging five rebounds a game though over his last four games. So he's already at that number as Stout shot 42 and a half percent from the field in the first half. They're six of nine from distance, four of 10 at the free throw line. For Whitewater leading the way was Gage Malensic. He had 10 points. He also added a steal. No assists for Malensic. And Malensic uh, on the season, after dishing off 11 assists in the first two games, he's recorded just two assists in the last three games, but he's been contributing in other ways, being the leading scorer, obviously, for this Warhawk team. Six points, four rebounds, a couple of assists for Will Schultz. Six points, four rebounds, a couple of assists, and a block for Derek Gray. Four points for Briante Hunt. Four points, three rebounds for Jack Brom. Three points, three rebounds for Trayvon Chisholm. Three points for JT Hoydink. Two points for Ryan Waddell. No points in about two minutes for Luke Umnis. The Hawks shooting 45.5%, both from the field and from distance. Five of 11 from long range. Three of six from the free throw line. Big advantage for Stout in rebounding, 25 to 17. Whitewater had a four to two advantage on offensive rebounds in that first half at one point. That went all the way in favor of Stout in a big way as that is now nine to four offensive rebounds in the first half of play. Turnovers, four for Whitewater, just five for Stout. There were eight ties, 11 lead changes in that first half. The five turnovers by Stout have resulted in four points for Whitewater. The four turnovers by Whitewater, five points for Stout. Both teams with 16 points in the paint in the first half. 
Stout with those nine offensive rebounds. They've turned it into six second chance points. Whitewater with their four have two second chance points. Fast break points in favor of Whitewater, seven to four. We're knotted up at 38 at the half. Let's take a look at how the women are doing. They got off to a big start in that first quarter against Stout, and now Stout at the half have pulled to within 10. That was a 19-2 game after the first quarter of play as Stout managed just one field goal in the first quarter. They were one of 16 shooting, including 0 of 5 from outside, and Whitewater had 16 rebounds to just nine for Stout through that first quarter. But since that point in time, the Hawks, or the Blue Devils, have come a little bit closer. They've got that 17-point deficit down to 10 at the half. We, of course, will have the women's game for you on Friday, the rematch here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. We do want to also let you know we will have the first game of the WIAC tournament, the quarterfinals, as it's a rematch. It'll be a rematch of Stout, the number three team in the West, and Whitewater, the number two team in the East. That will be on Monday as we kick off March. And March Madness, a shortened version of it, the WIAC tournament will likely be it. D3Hoops.com is maybe trying to put something together. If Whitewater would win that first game, they would go on to play the winner of Platteville and unbeaten uh, Eau Claire. Meanwhile, the Whitewater men, the men's tournament is set as well. And the Hawks will have to travel to River Falls for their first game, the East number three at the West number two. That game is scheduled for a six o'clock tip on March 1st. And if the Hawks win that one, they will then have to travel to play Platteville again. Platteville, the overall number one seed. And in the men's bracket, also Eau Claire not participating. Eau Claire had a COVID situation and they will uh, have to, they, the rest of their games, their two games against Oshkosh have been called off for this week, and they will also not be able to participate in the WIAC tournament next week. So Eau Claire out, and that kind of clarified a lot of things as far as how the seedings would go in the conference tournament. We're ready for the second half of play, a tightly contested game, as we said in the pregame. These two teams, the last three times out, the differential has been a total of five points. Stout will begin the second half with the basketball. Alexander, straight on, moving the left with the dribble, gives off to Geiger. Geiger over to Tinsley on the right wing. Tinsley, they swing it around to Geiger, left wing. Feed to Lavelle Williams at the free throw line. He works his way in front of the basket and is able to lay it up and in. Lavelle Williams now with a dozen points in the game. Got his first career start. Gray nearly walked as he pitches it over to Hunt on the right wing. Malensic straight on over to Brahm, short left corner. Goes baseline, cut off by Lavelle Williams out to Malensic, a hard pass. Trying to get it to Gray in the right corner and it's knocked away by Williams. Out of bounds, it'll be Whitewater basketball, but just 11 on the shot clock with 19-18 to go here in the second half. Inbounding from the corner is Hunt, looking out. 
Trying to get it in, gets it in up top to Chisholm in front of the scorer's table. Gives to Malensic, now six on the shot clock. Malensic straight on, Gray in open three, left wing is short, but the rebound by Hunt, one hard dribble underneath and then he's blocked as he goes up by Williams. Stout with it in transition, Geiger a three, but he walked as he tried to set himself. And it'll be a turnover to Whitewater. Nobody else was down there. Geiger just pulls up for a three instead of waiting for help and, uh, and ended up turning the ball over instead. Malensic pitches behind him to Gray. Over to Hunt on the right wing. Hunt working against Geiger. Gives it up to Malensic. Malensic using a Brahm screen over to the left wing. Now back to the right with another Brahm screen. Malensic at the free throw line. Gives the... Chisholm next to him, 10 on the shot clock, back with Malensic, and Malensic falls down as he's trying to spin in the paint, and it'll be a turnover by Whitewater. So neither team turns it over much, and Malensic checking out his left knee, and Coach Miller asks if he's all right. Looks to be a little hobbled still. Alexander looking to get it in, and gets it into Geiger on the far sideline. Geiger tries to power by Hunt, brings it across the timeline, giving it up over on the right side to Tinsley. Tinsley directing Geiger, gives it off to Geiger on the far sideline. Over to Alexander, left wing, into the left corner for Williams. Williams trying to work his way around Gray. They swing it around right side to Alexander, and Alexander walks before he started his move around Brahms. So another turnover with 18-13 to go here in the game. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back turnovers. We had nine total in the first half, and we've had three on the last three possessions here in the second half. Hunt gives to Gray straight on, thought about a three, passes, gives to Brom instead, and Brom is able to put it off the glass and in, and Brom now has half a dozen. Alexander gives off to Williams. Williams right wing, working against Gray. Gives to Alexander in the right corner. One dribble, uses it up, and now we're gonna have an offensive foul as Chisholm is writhing on the court. Gonna be helped up, and that is going to go against Drew Scott. He picks up his third. Scott has recorded four fouls in four games, including the last two, and now he's already up to three fouls with 17.47 to play here in the second half. And Syriax will check in for Scott. Junior averaging 20 minutes, Scott. Malensic to bring it across, and he'll have Tinsley backing up. Feeds to Chisholm in the free throw circle. Now they swing it around to Gray on the left wing. Hunt outside the blocks on the left side. Works his way around Geiger, but can't get off any sort of decent shot. Alexander with the rebound, ahead to Williams. Williams out of control, is able to secure the ball. Syriax left wing, working against Chisholm. Tries to throw it off to Alexander. A whole lot of confusion there, and it's gonna be an over and back. Gray went diving for the ball, and Williams looking for the foul as Gray took out his legs, but they're gonna say that Williams touched the ball before Gray took him out. And they'll give it to Whitewater on the over and back. Very dangerous by Gray. Whitewater was going to get the basketball and he almost picked up a foul. Right side, Hunt at the free throw line after one dribble. Nearly use, loses a basketball, needs some help. Gray bails him out. Gray 
Kicks it out, Brom right corner three is good, but an offensive foul underneath and that will go against Gray. After he dished it off, made a whole lot of contact. And a turnover by Whitewater, take three off the board. 40 to 40 all is the score, three minutes to gone here in the second half. Williams powers his way across the line. In the paint, gives off to Alexander, left-handed layup, no. Syriax with the rebound, out to Tinsley for a three, partway down and out, and the rebound secured by Hunt for Whitewater as the white and purple bring it across down the near sideline in the hands of Hunt. Hunt in front of the Whitewater bench, dribbling, gives to Malensic straight on. Malensic looking, couple of dribbles, Dishes off to Gray on the left wing. 10 on the shot clock. Gray down the right blocks against Syriac. Puts it short. Chisholm rebound. Put back no good, but he was fouled. He'll be at the line shooting two. And that foul will go against Alexander. And Alexander picks up his third now with 16-24 to play here in the second half. Chisholm at the line on the season for Chisholm. 6 of 10 at the charity stripe. And he hits the first. He now has four points in the game. Hill in for Stout and Hoydink in for Whitewater. Chisholm with one assist in this game. He doubles his season total for assists with five in the last game against Platteville as he hits the second free throw. He now has five points in the game, three of those from the charity stripe, and Whitewater has the lead here in the second half, 42-40, 16-15 to play. Hill moving to the right with the dribble, gives back to Tinsley on the left side. Geiger, Syriax, back to Hill on the right wing, 10 on the shot clock. Tinsley down the right blocks to the basket, lays it up and in. And he's got double figures with 10 points as Malensic's on the sideline trying to work something out here. Hoidink gives over on the right wing. They feed underneath for Hunt. He couldn't handle it initially, but then is able to pick it up. Hoidink gives it back to him now. Finds Brom cutting down the left blocks. Backdoor Brom is good, and that's eight points for him. 44-42. The Hawks lead, pull up by Tinsley for three, left of the circle, and Hoidink just kind of slaps his thighs because nothing he could do there. And it's now 13 points for the senior Tinsley, and Blue Devils have the lead by one. Five minutes gone here in the second half. Brom in the paint, working against Hill. One dribble and a little bunny for Brom. Brom with 10 points in double figures. Now for the sixth time in his career, Syriax underneath. Cherry picking down there, Brom caught up to it but ended up fouling him as he went up and that'll put Syriax at the line. Brom picks up his second, that's the second team foul. That brings us to a media timeout with the Hawks leading 46-45, but Syriax will be at the line shooting two. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on kicks 106.5. 46-45 in the men's game between Whitewater and Stout here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Midway through the third quarter and the Whitewater women have extended their lead to 19, 47 to 28 over the Blue Devils. 
14 points for Aliyah Grindahl in that game already for the Hawks. Nine points for Emily Schumacher. Eight points for Veronica Kiris. And Kiris actually just made it 10 points as it's now a 21-point lead for the Whitewater women. Here, another close game between these two opponents. Last three have been decided by a total of five points. Syriax will be at the line, just two of two on the season from the charity stripe in his career, an 80% free throw shooter. Waiting to check in is the freshman Jungle. As Syriax is going to attempt his first. Trying to tie the game up and he does. He has half a dozen. In the first game, he had seven points and then hasn't seen the floor that since. And he now has a new season high with eight. Syriax will check out. Jungle will come in. Wearing the mask around his chin and mouth is Jungle. Hoytink will bring it across for Whitewater. Gives off to the right side for Brom. Brom to Hunt, straight on, or check that gray straight on. Gray, a couple of dribbles, gives to Hoydink on the right wing, looking for Chisholm underneath, nowhere to go. Splits a double team into the paint, out to Chisholm, right of the circle, three. That's an uptown ball, living in a downtown world for Trayvon Chisholm. He's got eight, and Whitewater takes the lead by two, 49-47. 14-20 to play in the game. Left wing. Williams gives over to Brody Fox, who checked in off the timeout, drives the blocks. Fox lays it off the glass high and gets it to drop in. Fox with his first points of the game. Evens it up at 49 apiece. Six minutes gone here in the second half. Hoidink between the arcs, gives over to Brahm on the left wing, thought about a three, drives baseline instead under the basket, kicks it out to Hunt. And Gray now with it in the paint and Gray with a little eight foot jumper good, he has eight points. That's what he averaged last week. Williams driving to the basket, his shot is off the mark, gets his own rebound and putting it high off the glass again is Fox and can't get it to fall and Hunt comes down with the rebound and Chisholm, they call a timeout as Chisholm may have, may have a bloody nose. Yeah, looks to be okay. Tinsley in for the Blue Devils. Malensic in for Whitewater along with Schultz. Trainer checking out Chisholm, make sure he's okay. Hoidink over the left side for Hunt. Hunt gives to Malensic, straight on. Over to the right wing, Brom. Brom feeds Schultz outside the blocks on the right side. Going to be an off or defensive foul. That will go against Jungle as he put a hip check into Schultz underneath. That's his first, the third team foul. Hawks with a two-point lead. Trying to extend it here in the second half. Schultz hands it off to Malensic on the right wing. Thought about a three. Drives mid post left side. Gets it to rattle in and one for Malensic, his first points of the second half. The foul goes against Tinsley, that will be his second. And the fourth against the team. 
Malensic shooting one, 77% on the season. Kyle Williams will check in for the Blue Devils. Malensic trying to give the Hawks a five point lead here. Be their largest lead of the game and he gets the shooter's bounce. Hawks with their largest lead, 54-49. Seven minutes gone in the second half. Kyle Williams gives off to Armani Tinsley. Tinsley at the top of the key. Puts the ball away, puts it up. Uh, an off-balance shot, can't get it to fall. Rebound tipped around and it's picked up by Kyle Williams. Fox tries to kick it out and it's gonna be a travel. Was looking to get it to, uh, to Tinsley in the left corner, but he walked first. Stout approaching double-digit turnovers now in this one with 12.40 to play in the game. Whitewater with a five-point lead. Hoytink finds Schultz. Schultz outside the blocks on the right side. Nice little catch-and-shoot turnaround shot for Schultz. He's got eight points, a new career high for Schultz. He had back-to-back -back games with career highs of five and six points in 15 and eight minutes and then just scored two points in just three minutes last game. Now he has eight again. We're gonna have a foul against Whitewater. That will go against Brom as Brom picks up his third. Also the third team foul against Whitewater. 10 turnovers for Stout, six for Whitewater with 12.15 to go here in the second half, wide open, Tinsley lost his man, left corner three is good. Tinsley now with 16 points in the game for Stout. Four of five from distance for Tinsley. Four point lead for the Hawks, eight minutes gone here in the second half. Hoytink decides to pull up for three from the left wing, hits it off both sides of the rim, and the rebound grabbed by Kyle Williams. Gives to Tinsley, right wing three as he's falling to the court backwards, can't get it to drop in off the front of the rim, and Hunt with the rebound for Whitewater. Hunt on the right wing on the offensive side as the Hawks move left to right. Malensic pulls up, short left corner jumper, good. Malensic is heating up for Whitewater, he's got 15. Fox on the right wing, gives to Tinsley, swings it around to Williams. Williams working against Malensic, dribbling out to the right side, they swing it to Hill on the right wing. Working against Schultz, finds his way into the paint and splits a double team and off the glass and in. Hill with four points. The Hawks lead is four, 11 minutes to play in the game. Hoytink on the right wing, finds Brom underneath, but it quickly collapsing his stout, but he was fouled. Hill along with Jungle there, and they're gonna call that against Jungle. That will be his second and the fifth team foul against Stout, and that will lead to a timeout. And we will step away for 30. Hawks lead by four, just under 11 to play in the game against Stout. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on kicks 106.5. These teams came in, Stout 
averaging uh, averaging seven triples a game. Whitewater averaging six threes a game. Stout already over their total. They have they're eight of twelve from distance. Whitewater six of fourteen. Both teams with forty five field goal attempts. Whitewater twenty three of forty five, fifty one percent. Stout twenty of forty five, forty four and a half percent. Both teams with six makes from the charity stripe. Stout plus 10 in rebounds, including plus seven on the offensive boards. They've just turned that advantage into plus four in second chance points, however. Teams still even points in the paint, 24 apiece. Whitewater plus three in points off turnovers as they are plus four in the turnover category. Whitewater will inbound, looking out left of the offensive basket. Tinsley with 16 in the game for Stout to lead all scorers, came in averaging 14.3. Malensic in the right corner, dribbles out with the left hand to the top of the key, finds himself in the paint, underhand pass to Chisholm. Chisholm's layup is off the rim, and the rebound grabbed by Lavelle Williams. Williams goes coast to coast, and his shot is off the back iron, can't get it to fall. Rebound is grabbed by Malensic, and then... They manpile him, and that foul will go against Williams. Lavelle Williams is first. And they're going to call for the sweeper to come out. Three bodies on the court at the free throw line. Extended left side on the defensive side for Whitewater. Malensic with 15 for Whitewater. Tinsley, 16. Lavelle Williams, a dozen. Brom has in double figures with 10 points for the Hawks. Chisholm and Gray ready to go into double figures. They have eight apiece for Whitewater. Whitewater leads by four. Biggest lead has been five. Malensic down the left block. Scoop layup is off to the left. And the rebound is grabbed by Tinsley, forced out. Tinsley all the way down the right blocks, overshoots everything, and Hunt with the rebound on the left side. Hunt down the near sideline. He's going to go to the basket, lays it up and in. He says, this is how it's done. He's got half a dozen. The Hawks' biggest lead of the game at six, midway through the second half. Alexander trying to back up Hunt, find some space. Scoop layup is good for Alexander. He's at half a dozen as well. He recorded a double-double with 14 points, 10 rebounds against the Hawks last year in the January game. Chisholm straight on to Hunt. Hunt feeds Gray in the paint. Gray trying to work against Geiger, is able to lay it up and in, and one. Leaving his feet was Geiger, and he picks up his first foul, and that'll put Hunt at the line, trying to convert the three-point plays, one of two on the season. And Hunt with a new career high of 10 points. Came in averaging 3.8. His career high previously was nine just last week against Platteville. Josh Miracle checks in for the second time for Stout. Hawks, largest lead at six. Gray trying to extend it. 2-7 with 9.36 to play, and he gets the shooter's bounce. Oh, ball all over the rim. He's got 11, adding to that career high every bucket. Nine and a half to go. Hawks with a seven-point lead over Stout. 
Miracle fires underneath to Geiger. He waits for traffic to clear, but he can't get it to fall. Save from going out of bounds by Gray. Gets it into Hoidink. Hoidink tries to get it to Malensic in the left corner, but Alexander picks that one off, and now Stout in transition. Lavelle Williams, three, right wing, good. Williams with 15 points in the game. And the deficit is down to four for Stout. Nine minutes to play in the game. Hoidink, a long three off the front of the rim, backboard and out in the rebound, Lavelle Williams. Williams will bring it across the timeline. Leaves behind him for Alexander on the beak. Over to the right side for Miracle. Into the right corner for Alexander. He's going to dribble with the left hand out of there. Now tries to feed Syriac. Syriac drives baseline. Can't get his shot to fall. Rebound tipped out to Malensic for Whitewater. Malensic alternating hand dribble down the near sideline. Gives to Gray over to Hoidink on the left wing. Chisholm straight on, down the right blocks. Nice spin and scoop layup by Chisholm. As he's in double figures now with 10 points. And the Hawks lead is six. Underneath, Geiger and one. And the foul will go against Gray, his second, the fourth against the team. Checking in for Stout is Drew Scott. At the line, Geiger. And Brahm in for Whitewater. Geiger seven of nine coming in tonight from the free throw line, three of four tonight, and he completes the three point play. He's now in double figures with 10 points, has now scored in double figures in 36 career games. Three point Whitewater lead, eight minutes left to play. Malensic finds room down the left blocks, puts it up with the right hand and good. Malensic with 17 in the game. Quickly in transition, Miracle, reverse layup, no. Scott tries the tipping, can't get it to fall, and Chisholm with the rebound for Whitewater. Gray brings it across, bounces over to Brahm on the right wing, gives back to Gray, free throw line, down the left blocks, around Scott, off the front of the rim. Rebound loose, secured by Alexander, forced out. They get it down to Miracle, pulls up, short right corner jumper, round and out, and we're going to have a foul going against the Hawks. That will go against Brahm as he now picks up his fourth personal foul. And Hoidink will have to check in as we hit a timeout. Hawks leading by five with 7.25 to play. We will keep it here. Also checking in for the Hawks will be Schultz. Tonight's play-by-play -play coverage of Whitewater Warhawks basketball and Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Lake Country Heating and Cooling, your Bryant dealer in Jefferson County. Bill Stroop Insurance, well-known and respected for providing outstanding customer service to farmers and property owners year after year. Travel up to Menominee and see how the women are doing. The women up 62-34 at the start of the fourth quarter. Johanna Taylor in that game, three points but five blocks. Now 17 for Grindal, 10 for Kiris, nine for Santo Domingo, nine also for Emily Schumacher, and eight for Abby Belschner for Whitewater. As they're rolling in Stout. It started out that way, 19 to two after the first quarter of play. 
And then Stout made it a 10-point game at the half. The women will play Stout here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. And that will be on Friday, a 6.50 start time here on Kicks 106.5. Don Wadowitz joined by our studio engineer, Radio Ron, back at the Kicks 106.5 studios. Couple of gorgeous days for February here in South Central Wisconsin the last two days. A lot of snow melt taking place. Hopefully that hasn't led to any worries about your home if you're in the area. So I know some people talking about flooding. Off the inbound, there's going to be a foul, and that's going to go against Hunt. He picks up his third, and the sixth against Whitewater. Hawks lead by five, 7.24 to play. Went to pick up my car from getting some maintenance done today, and the dealership said that their roof was having major leaks. Get into Geiger. Geiger, after doing a little trick accidentally and having to spin the ball behind his head, decides to pull up for a three and drops it in. Geiger with 13, and the Hawks' lead is down to two with seven minutes to play. Geiger did a little neck roll with the ball, and underneath, Schultz hits the deck, and they're going to call Scott for the foul. That will be his fourth. He's now recorded four fouls in five games, including the last three, and that'll put Schultz at the line shooting the one and one. Schultz on the season two of three from the charity stripe. Schultz already with a career high eight points in this one for the freshman from Brookfield and gets the roll on the first attempt. Checking in for Stout will be Hill. As Schultz tries to put the second one in and give Whitewater a two-possession lead with seven to play. And he does. Nothing but net on the second attempt. He's now into double figures for the first time in his career with 10 points. Alexander outside the blocks on the left side. Alexander trying to back up Hunt. He's in the paint, loses his balance, loses the basketball, picked up by Hill. They kick it out to Geiger. They're looking for the travel. Coach Miller asking how that wasn't a travel, and instead Malensic picks up the foul. That'll be the third. And now that'll put Geiger at the line, shooting the one and one. Geiger, four of five today, 11 of 14 on the season. And he hits. Geiger with 14 points in the game. New season high for Geiger, career high, well short of that. He scored 31 against Concordia Moorhead back in November of 2019. Rattles partway down and out, and Hunt comes up with the rebound for the Hawks. They lead by three, 69-66. Hunt with his sixth rebound of the game. Malensic gives off to Hunt in the right corner. Up to the top to Schultz, underneath to Chisholm. Chisholm lost the basketball for a second, regathers it and puts it up and in. Chisholm with a dozen, and uh, Geiger is trying a three from the right wing. Hits off the rim, Hill with the rebound, gives to Geiger in front of the basket, no, and then we'll have a late whistle. And that will go against Chisholm, and Chisholm picks up his third. And that'll put Geiger back at the line. Nearly automatic here tonight for Geiger. 14 points in the game. Tinsley with 16, Williams with 15, Geiger with 14. 
Four players in double figures for Whitewater. Malencic with 17, Gray with a dozen, Brom with 11, Chisholm with 10. Geiger makes the first. As Gray is going to check in for Whitewater, Tinsley will check in for Stout, Chisholm will check out for the Hawks, and Miracle will check out for Stout. Geiger trying to pull Stout to within one possession. Plus 11 Stout in rebounds in this one, plus 10 offensive rebounds. Largest lead for Whitewater has been seven. Largest lead for Stout has been five in the game. As we have a, another cleanup underneath the basket. Second free throw away for Geiger, and he hits on that one as well. He's now got 16 points, equaling the high scorer for Stout, Tinsley. Malensic leading everybody with 17. Three-point Hawks lead, six minutes to play. Malensic with it at the top of the key. Malensic behind the back dribble at the free throw line, trying to back up Tinsley. Now pitches out to Schultz in the free throw circle. Schultz down the left blocks. Nice little move, reverse layup, good. Oh, nice little move for Schultz. He's got a dozen, doubling his previous career high. And the Hawks lead by five again with 5.40 to play, 73-68. Geiger cutting across the paint, reverse layup on that end. He's now up to 18 in the game. Leads all scorers with that layup. 73-70 the lead for the Hawks, five and a half to go. Malensic using a Schultz screen to the right side, down the right block, scoop layup off the backboard off the front of the rim, Tinsley with the rebound in transition, Tinsley behind the back dribble, scoop layup off the back iron but gets it to fall. And Tinsley has 18, one short of his NCAA Division III career high of 19. Over on the right side, Hunt, a one-point game. Hawks lead, five minutes to play. Schultz at the top of the key, hands off to Hunt, left of the circle, feigns the three, then drives down the left blocks. He's blocked. And the rebound picked up by Tinsley, but oh, Lavelle Williams is on the court holding his right knee underneath the basket. He did not get up from the freshman in serious pain, we're gonna step away until we know more here. We'll step away for 30. Oh, they're gonna help him up, so we'll, we'll keep it here. He's going to go off, but he's not putting much pressure on that at all. Syriax is gonna check in, as is Kyle Williams for Stout. As Williams goes to the far end of the bench, and lays on the ground, putting his right leg up on one of the padded chairs, bent at the knee, which is good to see at a 90 degree angle. And now he gets back up. They're gonna take him further back. And we're gonna have a timeout with 4.42 to play, 73.72. That'll take us to the media timeout. So we will step away after all, after all that. 30 second timeout. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5.
73-72, Hawks lead the Blue Devils with 4.42 to play here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. The women up by 27 midway through the fourth quarter up in Menominee. Whitewater shooting 51%, 29 of 57. Stout 26 of 59. Stout has maintained shooting 67% from outside. They are now 10 of 15. Whitewater 6 of 15 from outside. Stout 10 of 17, 59% at the charity stripe. Whitewater 9 of 12. Rebounding plus 13 for Stout, 40 to 27, plus 10 in offensive rebounds. Those second chance points, they're, well, they're getting up there. They're now plus nine in second chance points. Both teams with eight points off of turnovers. With turnovers in favor of the Hawks, plus three. Stout will inbound. Off of the timeout, looking to take the lead with four and a half to play. Alexander loses the basketball, chases it down just over on the far sideline. Geiger, right of the circle, working against Gray. They get in the left corner to Syriax, out to Tinsley. Tinsley with 10 on the shot clock, working against Hoidink, lost the basketball, lost his balance. Hoidink with an easy takeaway, flips to Hunt on the right wing. Hunt dribbling, looking, goes all the way to the left corner to Gray. Gray tries to feed Chisholm as he drives baseline, stolen away by Tinsley. Tinsley is rejected by Hunt. Good job by Hoidink, creating some obstacle for him to go around, and that allowed Hunt to catch up to it, and when he put it up, Hunt just rejected that. Four minutes to play, 73-72. Kyle Williams gets it into Syriax, who gives back to Kyle Williams, a little six-footer, can't get it to fall, but there's Alexander to follow it up. And it's a one-point stout lead with 3.50 to play in the game. 74-73, both teams with eight team fouls. Malensic on the left wing, using a Chisholm screen to the right side, gives to Gray, fires to Chisholm. Chisholm working against a double team. They swing it around to Malensic, straight on with 10 on the shot clock. Finds some space, a little Euro step, his scoop layup is short, and the rebound goes out of bounds off of Chisholm. It'll be stout basketball. And that will bring us to another timeout with three and a half minutes left to play in the game. The Blue Devils leading Whitewater 74-73. We'll go ahead and keep it right here. Remind you that our coverage of Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Culver's in Lake Mills and Whitewater. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. And by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates. Jack Brom checking in. He'll have to be careful. He's checking in with four fouls. Brom on the game, five of nine with three rebounds and a couple of assists. And that's good to see because Brom over the last two games is shooting just three of 13. He did, he was coming in, he did come in with four and a half rebounds a game. He's been averaging six and a half boards over the last two games. So right about at his, uh, well, a little bit lower than that, three rebounds in the game. So uh, averaging a little bit or getting a little under his average there for the junior from Nicolay High School. Two-time two all-conference selection, player of the year award winner, team most valuable player. 
Likely the last men's game we'll be covering for you here on Kicks 106.5 with the travel restrictions for road games. With the seating that Whitewater will get, it would uh, it would take a uh, a lot of upsets for them to have a chance to be back home, and it wouldn't happen till the WIAC championship. The women we will have for you on Friday and then again on Monday as they'll play stout both times. Whitewater, they're going to put pressure on in the backcourt on this inbound with three and a half to play, trailing by one. Get it into Tinsley under the basket. Gray contests and he gives off to Kyle Williams. Williams moving the left side against Malensic. Now using Alexander screen to the right side, down the right blocks, creates a lot of contact, lays it up and in. Williams with his first points of the game for Stout and gives the Blue Devils a three-point lead with 3.08 to play. Ball knocked away by Geiger out of bounds. It'll remain Whitewater basketball. They'll inbound in front of the Hawks bench. Hawks had the lead for much of the second half here, but Stout taking it back just a few moments ago. Malensic looking for Chisholm underneath. Instead goes to Hunt, low right wing. He finds some space in the paint and a little finger roll from Hunt as he's got eight points in the game. The Hawks trail by one with 2.45 to play. Alexander gives to Tinsley along the far sideline. Over to Kyle Williams. Into the hands of Geiger. Geiger trying to cut across the free throw line. Ball stolen away by Malensic, but it's a one on two. He feeds Gray, though, cutting to the basket, who lays it up and in, and the Hawks take back the lead with two and a half minutes to play. Gray now with 13 points, adding to his career high. The Hawks lead 77-76. Back and forth affair again in this one. Geiger gives to Alexander on the right wing. One dribble, uses it up. Kyle Williams gives to Tinsley. Tinsley, couple dribbles, pulls up at the free throw line and drops it in. Tinsley now with 20 points in the game. Transfer from Ferris State. Won a national championship with them during a 38-1 season there. Malensic underneath gives to Chisholm. Reverse layup, good and one for Chisholm. Chisholm with 14 in the game. The foul will go against Syriax. That'll be his second and the ninth team foul. So the Hawks will be shooting two the rest of the way here. Kyle Williams will check out for Lavelle Williams. Good to see him back in there. As he left with that apparent leg injury, Chisholm trying to give the Hawks a two-point lead, and he does. Chisholm with a dozen here in the second half. 80 to 78, Whitewater leads, 145 to play. Williams with it on the left wing, gives over to Tinsley at right of the circle. Alexander left of the circle, Syriax, long three, right wing off the front of the rim, rebound though, Geiger comes in, puts it up short left corner, no. Hunt with the rebound, but has it knocked away by Syriax, and he steps out of bounds baseline before he can throw it back in, and it'll be Whitewater basketball. A minute 26 to go, and there's gonna be pressure in the backcourt by Stout. They had to get it into Chisholm along the far sideline, he gives back to Gray. Big possession for Whitewater here. Brahm on the left wing. Gives to Malensic between the circles. Malensic over to the right side to Chisholm, trying to find Hunt underneath. Nowhere to go. Brahm straight on. 
Gray with 10 on the shot clock on the left wing. Chisholm at the free throw line with six. Hands off to Malensic. Pulls up. High post right side off the front of the rim. Chisholm rebound. Put back. Good. And the Hawks have a four-point lead with 57 seconds left to play. And Whitewater will use a timeout. Leading by four in the waning minute of the game. A hotly contested one here. Whitewater leading this game by four despite losing the rebounding battle as of right now by 16, including 12, minus 12 on the offensive boards. There have now been 13 ties and 20 lead changes in this contest. Points off turnovers the same, 10 apiece. Stout has turned it over 12 times. Whitewater has turned it over eight times. Points in the paint. Hawks now plus eight in that category. Second chance points now plus nine for Stout, as you would imagine, with the large lead in offensive rebounds. A look over to the women's game, and the women are up by 28 late in that one in the final two minutes of that game. So that one looks secure, has looked secure since the outset for the women. Whitewater now shooting 52.5%, 33 of 63. Stout 29 of 66 in the game. They're shooting 44%. The last time a team made 10 or more triples against Whitewater was Platteville last year, last February. They made 10 on the dot, and it was a 70-68 to 68 loss by Whitewater. Stout will inbound in the backcourt. Official letting Alexander know he can run it. Four-point Whitewater lead. They get it in to Williams. Williams working against Gray. Brings it across with about five seconds to spare. Gives off to Alexander, left elbow. Circles around, kicks it out to Syriac. Straight on three, straight down. Syriac with another triple. He's got 10 points. And he's now scored in double figures in 35 games. And we have a whistle, maybe something with the clock here. They appear to be looking at the time. And they're going to put a second and a half back on the clock. One point lead for Whitewater. The Hawks will be at the line shooting two the rest of the way. Stout on any foul by Whitewater will be at the line for a one and one. Four players in double figures scoring for both teams in this one. Gray will bring it down the far sideline. Leading by one. Gray moving to the middle, now back to the left side. Gives to Hunt, guarded by Geiger on the left wing, looking for Malensic. Instead finds Chisholm at the top. It's Brom on the right wing. Hunt with 10 on the shot clock, 23 on the game clock. Gives to Chisholm. Hands off to Brom. Brom down the right blocks. Brom's floater off the glass. No. Gray with the rebound, and he's fouled underneath. Syriac's looking for the alternating possession, but won't get the call, and the foul will go against Tinsley. That's his third, and Gray will be at the line shooting two. Gray 
Two of five on the season. One of three in this game from the free throw line. Has a career high already of 13 points. Looking to add to it. And can't. Oh man, free throw shooting in this game for both teams has been pretty abysmal. 11, or, uh, 10 of 17, 59% for Stout. 10 of 15 now, 67% for Whitewater. Second free throw to try and give the Hawks a two point lead and he's good. And the Hawks are gonna take a timeout, a 30 second timeout. They lead 83-81. As we reset it for you, 15 seconds left to play. 10 fouls against Blue Devils, so the Hawks will be at the line shooting two the rest of the way. Eight fouls against Whitewater. So if Whitewater fouls, it would be a one and one situation. Checking in the game for Stout will be Miracle. Looking at Fouls, not that Stout is going to go that way or Whitewater will, but you have three apiece for Alexander and Tinsley. You have four for Scott for the Blue Devils. For Whitewater, you have four for Brom, three for Chisholm, three for Hunt, and three for Malensic. We are tied at 38 at the half, and right now it's 83-81. If Stout would make one here to send us into OT, you'd have the inverse. Whitewater is going to put pressure in the backcourt. Chisholm is back with Syriax at the free throw line on the other end. They get it into Williams. Williams, Gray trying to slow him down, nearly got the ball away. Williams on the right wing, underhand pitch to Tinsley. Tinsley finds space, scoop layup good. Coming all the way from the right wing. And now the Hawks, Malensic down the far sideline at the buzzer and off the back iron. And we're going into overtime. Whitewater and Stout knotted up at 83 apiece. And Alexander will check in. At the half, it was 38 apiece. And so you inverse it. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Uh, last time Whitewater played an overtime game was last year, January 15th against Lacrosse, an 84-78 loss for the Hawks. And they find themselves in OT here against the Stout Blue Devils. This game, this series, the last three games again, decided by five total points, and here we are heading into overtime. Just to reset things, Whitewater will be shooting two the rest of the way. Stout will only have a one and one situation on the next foul by Whitewater. We'll have a tip to start things off. It'll be Chisholm and Alexander on the Hawkhead at midcourt. Five minutes on the clock. The first overtime game for both these teams and easily won by Chisholm as he knocks it back to Malensic. Hawks going left to right. Brahm on the left wing, playing with four fouls. Chisholm straight on. Finds Hunt over on the right wing. Hunt dribbles in the paint, working against Geiger, lays it up around and out. Syriax with the rebound, forced out. Geiger on the right wing. 
Works his way around Brom, a little bit of a push off and right in front of the basket and he's able to knock it down. 20 points for Geiger, the 11th time in his career he scored 20 or more and the Blue Devils take a two point lead, four and a half to play. Gray, left wing, trying to look underneath, brings it out to the top, Gray pulls up, free throw line extended right side, too strong, rebound, Brom had a chance but tips it to Tinsley. Tinsley, down the right blocks, he'll back it out over on the right wing. Four minutes to play in overtime. 85-83, stout leads. Syriac's left wing, he gives it off to Williams. Williams guarded by Gray on the eye of the hawk. Williams moving to the left, hands it off to Syriac with eight on the shot clock. Syriac out to Tinsley, left wing three. Short, rebound, fought for, Brom is able to get it, but he falls to the court off the force from Alexander, and they're gonna call a travel against Brom and Coach Miller saying that he should have been over the back, but it'll be stout basketball left of the offensive basket. They get into Syriac's right wing. Williams, left wing, open for a three as Gray went for a steal. Hits it high off the rim and Brom with the rebound for Whitewater. Three and a half to play in overtime. 85-83, Blue Devils. Chisholm at the top of the key. Now the Hawks play catch to get it over to Malensic on the right wing. Underneath the Brom, mid post right side. Brom trying to go around Syriax and he's fouled as he makes a cut under the basket and he'll be at the line shooting two. Foul will go against Syriax, that'll be his third. That will put Brom at the line where he's eight of 11 on the season. Brom, five of 10 overall in the game. First trip to the charity stripe for Brom. Both teams have not done well here. And that continues, Brom off the left side of the rim. So the best the Hawks can hope for is pull within one with 3.15 to play in overtime. Second free throw, oh, got the shooter's hop off the back iron. Brom with a dozen points in the game. Hawks trail by one, about three minutes left to play. Alexander, left of the circle, moving to the right with one dribble, gives back to Geiger, left of the circle. Syriax on the right wing, uses the screen, one dribble, he needs help. Williams bails him out, Tinsley with 10 on the shot clock, he's gonna back it up. Tinsley getting a screen from Syriax, pulls up in the free throw circle, can't get it to fall in, rebound is tipped and finally hauled in by Hunt for Whitewater with 2.40 to play in OT, Hawks trailing by one. Chisholm, top of the key at three, it was halfway down and out but there's Gray with the rebound. Hunt now on the right wing, as the Hawks reset with two and a half to play in overtime. Trailing by one, Malensic top. Feeds Chisholm, no look pass, and Chisholm hits the deck hard and pounds the ball down. And that foul is going to go against Tinsley, and Tinsley now picks up his fourth. And he'll put Chisholm at the line. He came down hard on that right elbow and on his back. Chisholm had 14 points in that second half. He has 17 in the game, and now has equaled his career high with 18 points. He's done that twice. Miracle will check in for Tinsley, who will exit with four fouls. Tinsley, 22 points in the game. 
And he, and knocking down the second one is Chisholm and the Hawks take a one point lead, 86-85. Williams brings it across, working against Gray, hands it off to Miracle, gives to Geiger at the top, down the right, blocks, rejected! Chisholm, rebound, Gray, Hawks in transition. Gray, coast to coast, scoop layup, good! 16 points for Gray, ball loose, Geiger hauls it in at the top of the key. They swing it over to the right corner for Miracle. Passes on a three. Geiger left of the circle passes. Syriax left wing. A little bit short off the rim. Rebound tipped out and Hunt picks it up near the median. Hunt going to the basket. They're going to call an offensive foul. They're going to say that Geiger was able to set and Hunt now in trouble. He picks up his fourth with 100 seconds left to play. And Tinsley will check in for Miracle for Stout. So Hunt with four, Brom with four, four Whitewater. You have Tinsley with four and Drew Scott with four for Stout. Both teams will be shooting two the rest of the way. The Hawks with a three-point lead with 100 seconds to play. Gray contesting Williams slightly as he brings it across with the alternating hand dribble between the legs behind the back, going to the basket, gets Hunt off his feet. Throws it out to Syriax for a straight on three, and it's good. Syriax now with 13 points, and we're knotted up at 88 with 69 seconds to play in the overtime period. Malensic on the left wing, working against Tinsley, who's playing with four fouls. Malensic straight on with 10 on the shot clock. Malensic, high post left side, his floater falls off the rim, and the rebound is taken by Geiger. Under a minute to play. Williams feeds over into the right corner. Tinsley, three, good. Oh. A catch and shoot, right corner, three for Tinsley. And he's got 25 points in the game. A new NCAA career high for him. His previous NCAA high was 23 points. That was when he played for Ferris State at D2. He had already beaten his D3 career high. His overall career high, including Juco, is 33 points. A three-point lead for Stout with 51 seconds left to play. Off that transition three, two players over 20 points in the game for Stout. Tinsley with 25, Geiger with 20. Four players in double figures for Stout. Add Williams with 15, Syriax with 13. Meanwhile, for Whitewater, they have five players in double figures. Chisholm with 19, Malensic 17, Gray 16, Schultz a dozen, and Brom 11. Gray one rebound from a double-double. Malensic brings it across for the Hawks, trailing by three. Malensic, free throw line, down the right blocks, lays it up and in, and good. And the Hawks trailing by one, and Coach Miller looking for the and one there, 91-90. Stout leads with the possession, 30 seconds left to play. Right side, Miracle, gives to Geiger on the beak. Alexander left wing, working against Brom into the left corner, picks up his dribble, feeds Syriax, and we have a timeout taken by Stout with 21 and a half seconds. Left to play, 91-90.
And Coach Miller asking who took the timeout. And not getting an answer. Uh, but Whitewater will regroup. Trailing by one, there's an eight and a half second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. Meanwhile, the women completed their victory over Stout, 76-51. We'll see the rematch of that game here on Friday, and then we'll get a third meeting between the teams on Monday, March 1st, that we'll have for you on Kicks 106.5 in the first round of the WIAC tournament. So Stout with the basketball. They'll be shooting two on any foul by Whitewater. Out on the court, Williams, Syriax, Tinsley, Alexander, and Geiger forced out. You have Chisholm, Gray, Malensic, Brom, and Hunt for Whitewater. Into the left corner, Syriax driving baseline, lays it up and in with 15.7 seconds left to play. They bring it across the median and the Hawks take a timeout with 12 and a half seconds to go. 93-90 is the stout lead. Miracle will check into the game for the Blue Devils. Oh, the three, a killer here against Whitewater tonight. 13 of 22 from distance for Stout. And Coach Miller thought he had a full timeout, but he only had got a 30, so the officials saying, no, you can't sit everybody down. You only have a 30. You gotta stand everybody up. They thought they had a full, but they only have 30s left. 13 of 22, though, for Stout from outside. Six of 17 for the Hawks. Both teams with 35 field goals made. The Hawks minus 12 in rebounding, minus 10 in offensive rebounds. This game has had 23 lead changes and 16 ties. The biggest lead for either team has been seven points. The differential, as we said, in the last three meetings between these two teams has been a total of five points. So that means no team has won by more than two. Two of those games decided by two, one decided by one. Whitewater will inbound right in front of Coach Miller. Brom will look to get it in with 12 and a half to play. He'll be guarded on the inbound by Alexander. Get it into Malensic. Malensic guarded by Miracle. Gives to Chisholm. Chisholm on the left wing. Syriacs all over him. Five seconds left to play and a timeout by. Whitewater, that's going to be their last time out with 4.8 seconds left to go. And Syriax came out and just was all over Chisholm. It looked like maybe Chisholm was going to have that opportunity to take the three. That's what they're trying to set up, but it didn't work out for Whitewater. Chisholm, three of 11 coming into tonight from distance. You're looking at wanting Hunt to maybe launch one of those. He's six of 11 on the year for the Hawks. You have Hoytink who is six of 13 for Whitewater. Those would be the two that you are looking at along with Malensic who's 41% from distance. So trying to get a clear look for one of those three. And they're all out there along with Chisholm and Brom. 
Geiger, Syriax, Alexander, Miracle, and Lavelle Williams out there for Stout. 4.8 seconds to go. Hawks trail by three. Malensic inbounding. Bounces it into Chisholm. Chisholm step back three, and it hits off the backboard, goes around, and comes out. Just whatever they had drawn up wasn't there for the Hawks, and the Blue Devils will walk out of here with a 93-90 overtime victory over Whitewater tonight. The largest victory by either team in the last four games now. Just eight total points deciding the last four meetings between these two teams. We're going to step away for a minute, and when we come back, we'll recap this one for you. Heartbreaker, 93-90 loss for Whitewater. A three in the final 15 seconds by Armani Tinsley seals the deal for Stout. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Another nail-biter between Stout and Whitewater in men's basketball. Go figure, 23 lead changes, 15 ties. Whitewater led for a little over 18 minutes of the game. Stout led for a little over 17 minutes. After the first quarter, 38-38. Inverse it after regulation, 83 all in the final, 93-90. Shooting, Stout 35 of 77. 45.5%, 13 of 22, 59% from outside, 10 of 17 at the free throw line. They actually shot slightly better from outside the arc than they did at the charity stripe. Meanwhile, for Whitewater, 35 of 72, 48.6%, 6 of 18 from outside, and 14 of 19 at the free throw line. Big rebounding advantage for Stout, 49 to 36, including 18 to 8 on the offensive boards, and they were able to turn that into a plus 6 advantage in second chance points, 13 to 7. 12 turnovers by Stout, 10 by Whitewater. Points off turnovers, though, in favor of Stout, 13 to 10. So Stout doing a little bit more with their turnovers. Points in the paint, plus 6 for Whitewater, 48 42. A look at the individual stats leading the way. Four different scores and double figures for Stout and leading all scorers with 25 points was Tinsley who knocked down that last three. He was 10 of 21 shooting in the game including five of eight from outside. He added seven rebounds. 20 points for Luke Geiger as he was seven of nine at the charity stripe. He just missed a double-double. He ended up with nine rebounds in the game. 15 points, six assists, four rebounds, a couple of a blocks for Lavelle Williams. 15 points for John Syriax in his return to the court. Alexander with eight points and eight rebounds for the Blue Devils. Four points and five rebounds for Hill off the bench. Two points for Miracle, two points for Brody Fox, also two for Kyle Williams. He had three rebounds, two assists, and a steal to go with his scoring. For Whitewater, leading the way in scoring, it was a combo of Chisholm and Malensic. They both had 19 points, four rebounds for Chisholm, two rebounds for Malensic. 16 points for Derek Gray. He just missed a double-double as he had nine rebounds, a couple of assists, and a block. 
A dozen points for Will Schultz off the bench. He had four rebounds, three assists, and 11 points for Jack Brom to go with five rebounds, two assists, and a block as the Hawks had five players in double figures. Briante Hunt, eight points, eight rebounds in the game for Hunt. Three points for Hoytink to go with three assists and two points for Waddell. And no points for Luke Umnes, who played two minutes in the first half of play. Well, the Whitewater men, they will now be on the road in a couple of long road trips up to the same general area. On Friday, they will travel up to Menominee for a rematch and try and uh, keep Stout winless at home. Both these teams winless on their home court. Whitewater 0-4, Stout 0-3. The Blue Devils now 2-2 on the road as they improve their record to 2-5. Whitewater falls to 1-5. But then after the trip up to Menominee on Friday, the Hawks will come back for the weekend, and then they'll turn right back around, and they'll have to go up to River Falls on Monday, as that's who they'll play in the first round of the WIAC tournament. We'll, of course, have the women's game, the Whitewater home portion of the home-and-home with Stout. The women won 76-51 tonight. And they will host Stout here at the Ketchell Gymnasium on Friday. Our broadcast will start at 6.50 p.m. And then Stout, they'll make the trip back up to Menominee. And guess what? They turn right back around on Monday and they come back down here for the first round of the WIAC tournament as they will play at Whitewater and here in the Ketchell Gymnasium in back-to-back games as those two teams will meet up in the first round of the WIAC tournament. Another good one here between the Whitewater men and the Stout Blue Devils as these two teams now their last four games have been decided by a combined total of eight points. This was the biggest victory of those four games at three points and the Hawks will look to avenge it on Friday up in Menominee. For our studio engineer, Radio Ron, back at the Kicks 106.5 studios, I'm Don Wadowitz. Wishing you a wonderful night. We will talk to you on Friday when the women host the Blue Devils. Just want to remind you to live life to the fullest and be good to one another. We'll talk to all you Warhawk basketball fans on Friday. You've been listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5.